turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always an honor. Today is Wednesday, August the 31st, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1881, the first U.S. tennis championship was held in Newport, Rhode Island. It was for men only. Today, boy, things have changed. That's for the good. Women are excellent tennis players. Today in 1886, an earthquake which, with an estimated magnitude of 7.3, devastated Charleston, South Carolina. It killed at least 60 people. Today in 1992, Randy Weaver surrendered to the authorities in Naples, Idaho. That ended an 11-day siege by federal agents. That siege had claimed the lives of Weaver's wife, his son, and a deputy U.S. marshal. Weaver was acquitted of the charges they tried to... uh, they put against him. He was acquitted of murder and all the other charges in connection with the confrontation. He was convicted of failing to appear for a trial on firearms charges and was sentenced to 18 months in prison, but he was giving, given credit for the 14 months that he had already served in prison. Today in 1997, Prince Charles brought Princess Diana home for the last time, escorting the body of his former wife to a Britain that was shocked and grief-stricken and angered by her death in a Paris traffic accident earlier that day. That was a bad day for Britain. Today in 2016, Republican presidential nominee, a firm and measured Donald Trump, he defended the right of the United States to build a border wall along its southern border. There were actually people on the left, Democrats, that were questioning whether or not we have a right to do that. Five years ago today, the Trump administration ordered Russia to close its consulate in San Francisco and offices in Washington and New York, and he gave them a lengthy reason as to why, and Russia was given 48 hours to comply. One year ago today, President Joe Biden said the U.S. airlift to extract more than 120,000 Americans, Afghans, and allies from Afghanistan to end a 20-year war was an, I'm quoting the President of the United States, an extraordinary success. President Biden said that whole fiasco was an extraordinary success. That's why words matter. It was by all accounts, even the left-wing media said it was a fiasco. By all imagination, it was one of the worst withdrawals of the the history of the United States military under his leadership, his people that he's appointed to office. I tell you, it (laughs) reminds... I don't know where you grew up as a kid, but as a kid, I grew up in the Yakima, in Yakima. I was born in Yakima, grew up in the Yakima Valley 
on an orchard. But I remember some of those old guys that I used to work with out in the orchards and out in the trees and stuff. And there was a guy that always used to say, his name comes to mind. I won't say it, of course. We never use people's names here unless they're public figures. But this guy always used to say that uh, the rooster crows and he believes that he causes the sun to come up. I, I, you know, there's great wisdom in some of these people that had gone through the fourth grade, maybe, or whatever. But the rooster crows and believes that he causes the sun to come up in the morning. Sometimes these guys on the left, I mean, they just, I mean, they say things and they think because they say them, they're true. That is what relativism, secular humanism, that's what it's about. Because if there's no fixed truth, then whatever you believe to be true is true, including causing the sun to rise if you crow, particularly if you do it every morning. You'll see that every day you cause the sun to rise. I know that's kind of a kind of a crude little illustration, but I mean that's where we are today. We have people in leadership in the world, but more concerned in America that are leading this nation or trying to, supposed to be, and they believe that their truth, whatever it happens to be, is true. And further, they believe that other people will believe it. And the concerning part of all of that is that half of America does believe the claims of the left. And therein is the issue that we face in our country today. There's so much confusion. There's so much concern. There's so much anger, fear. Joe Biden said yesterday in Pennsylvania, he said if the right wing wants to fight America, fight our government, etc., he said an AR-15 is not going to do it. He's pledged himself now to get rid of those and make them illegal. He said an AR-15 is not going to do it. He said you're going to need a jet fighter, an F-15, I think it was, that he, he identified, telling half the country or suggesting that half the country is right-wing, so therefore you're trying to fight the government. No, we're not trying to fight the government. We're trying to save what our founding fathers put together in a marvelous, I I believe, divinely blessed effort, creating a nation unlike any nation in the history of the world. We don't need an F-15, because we're not fighting the government. We're trying to save it from the people who are fighting it and trying to dismantle it and, quote, unquote, remake America. That's all we're trying to do. We're trying to restore America to the what it was when it became great. And these guys are dismantling it. Layer by layer, line by line, brick by brick, they're tearing down the foundations of our nation. I cannot believe that anyone 
would passively sit by without an opinion on this issue. And then, therefore, we have a very divided country today and a very confused culture. More confused than I've seen it in my life, and I'm over 40 now. Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Indeed. Proverbs 3 is one of my favorite verses. I read it often from time to time on this program. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. I would encourage you not to take the word of anyone as absolute that you're hearing today. There's blogs, there's books, there's radio programs, there's this program. Take everything through a the, through the lens of God's word of the Bible. Allow the Lord to speak to you first and foremost through his word. And then take what you're hearing on the radio, myself included, and test that against God's Word, the principles of God's Word. We're not teaching the Bible on this program. Obviously, that's not what this program is about. I've preached and taught the Bible my entire life as a pastor, as an ordained minister, as an evangelist in third world countries and all over the place. But now we're talking about current events on this program, and we're talking about them from a biblical perspective. But test those things. Test everybody. Don't become a cynic, but just test. That's biblical. And if somebody's not lining up with the Word of God and what they're saying, then don't listen to them. There's many, many pitfalls out there today. And I, again, I, as in a life of ministry, I've never seen anything quite like where we are today. There's experts, experts warning families, and I I want to talk about it a little bit today. There, I I know this. I know this grates against what most families are doing now. I mean, I understand that. I have kids. I've we have grandkids now, but TikTok. That social media platform, kids are on that. I mean, 750 million people are on that, and most of them are kids. Some of them are elementary school kids. But an expert is warning Americans that especially parents of young and teenage kids to be informed regarding TikTok. The very, it's a very popular social media platform. It's controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. I'm not overstating this. I know I am probably sound like to some that those right wing guys that President Biden was talking about yesterday and how we don't need an AR-15. I don't have an AR-15, but I have some guns, but I don't have that. And I don't have an F-15 jet and I'm not trying to fight the country. I'm trying to stand for the principles on which this country was created under God. But this This expert says when you're actually doing keystrokes, typing each letter, each number, those are being recorded back in China. It's the only platform that they know of that's doing that. And under supervision of the Chinese Communist Party, this Casey Fleming, he's a CEO of an advisory firm, Black Ops Partners. He said, man, 
You guys have got to wake up to this. It's not good. The vast majority of the 750 million users on TikTok are kids. Some of them little, as I said. I just want to give a heads up to parents and grandparents today. I mean, you'll have to do, you pray about it, you do what you feel you should do. I mean, and maybe it's just, you know, not act or not consider what I have to say, but at least listen. This Casey Fleming, he's the CEO of advisory firm Black Ops Partners. He said during an interview last week, he said, what we're te- what you're texting, who you're texting, passwords, email accounts, everything on your phone, anything that you're typing in emails or texting, that key logging is recording each word, each password, and so on. Fleming described TikTok as an espionage application. He said it's been, and he's not pushing some alternative. He's just saying this is our research. He said it's being used to systematically harvest the personal information of Americans, particularly the young. This Felix uh, Krauss, he's an app developer and he's a privacy researcher. He published a report on the risks associated with some of the iOS apps injecting JavaScript code into third-party browsers. He says, quote, of the seven most popular iOS apps analyzed, Beijing-based TikTok was the only one that didn't give users the option to open links with a third-party browser. Kraus found that TikTok's iOS app monitors all taps happening on websites, including taps on all buttons and links assessed via its in-app browser. TikTok iOS subscribes to every keystroke that text inputs happening on third-party websites rendered inside the TikTok app, he says. This can include passwords, credit card information, and other sensitive user data. Fleming says people need to understand that TikTok has weaponized many applications in the hands of our middle school kids, our kids, our high school kids, our young adults. He said, you absolutely must believe and consider that anything coming out of China is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. He said, that's why we as Americans, people in the West, we get really confused. And we do. There's kind of a prevailing thought. I think that's changing now, but I, I know I, I have been through this drill. There's kind of a changing thought that you think, well, other countries, I mean, America has been so great throughout most of our lifetime. And you just tend to think, well, other countries are different, but they're not that different, are they? I got through that passage some years ago, but I, as a kid growing up, you, there's innocence about living in a beautiful, free, prosperous, blessed country where liberty is, is celebrated and practiced under God with a document that leads us and gives us some light. First and foremost, the Bible, but our founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, our, our Constitution, the formation of those documents was based on God's word, on God's truth. And it's sometimes it's hard for us to realize there are true enemies out there that really do want to seek and kill and destroy. America, and particularly the minds of our children. And that's where this is directed now, is toward the minds 
and the hearts of our kids. The LGBTQ movement is having success with that. I mean, drag queens are sitting with kindergartners now teaching them under the guise and under the supervision and the support of public education, public libraries. I mean, that's where we are. We're in that kind of a transition now. And if it isn't stopped, our freedoms are going to be lost in America. And more importantly than that, the opportunity to preach the gospel unrestricted by a perverse government is going to be gone as well. We will not have those freedoms if this continues as it is. I believe the Lord is going to return, and I believe it's soon. Biblical prophecy tells us that. I mean, if you look at biblical prophecy just in passing, the things that Jesus said were going to take place before he comes again are are happening, and the stage is being set. But we have to look at the realities of where we are today because we are still called to be salt and light in this world and to be that light in the darkness, that salt to, to restrict and to slow down the decay of a culture that is terribly out of control. Is there hope? Absolutely. The ultimate hope is that God is in control, that God has a plan for humanity. God has a plan for all people on this earth. God created us. We did not crawl out of a slime pit a billion years ago and get to where we are today. I mean, anybody that believes that is stupid. I mean, really, they are. They may have degrees plastered all over their walls, which are becoming less and less valuable, I might say, in the marketplace. But nonetheless, they may be as educated as can be, but I will tell you that common sense will ultimately prevail because it's just that, common sense. And to believe evolution, you've got to be having some severe mental problems or be highly uninformed or want to be and in an act of rebellion, embrace evolution as opposed to creationism. I mean, it, it. I believe that. And a lot of other people are believing it, too. And a lot of people are saying, yeah, you know, evolution. Well, we, we don't believe that anymore. I mean, it's too full of holes. So we got to come up with something else that's humanistic. Because we just can't accept that God created it. Because that's religion. And we got to separate church and state. And on and on it goes. But he continues, as Fleming says, we think that China is just like the United States with some type of management, government, values, so on. It's not. He said everything in China goes past the Communist Party. Fleming said that the United States wouldn't be able to continue to tolerate the uh, proliferation of the app and also maintain a free society in the theft of data from millions of Americans, including kids, is a form of hostile foreign influence over the nation. Well, it is. He's not the only one that's saying that. Victor Davis Hanson is one of my uh, favorite guys to listen to, and I pay attention to what he writes. I've never met him, but I have a great deal of respect for him. And I read what he writes, and I think many of you do as well. Victor Davis Hanson, he's, uh, he's a professor, he's, he's a historian, um, he's just an all-around brilliant guy. He read some of the stuff that I'm talking about today, he read it, I don't know when he read it, but he responded to it yesterday. And after reading these reports, Victor Davis Hanson responded. And what he had to say is is in line with what we're saying. 
He's one of America's leading conservative historians. He's a professor, a popular author, a frequent guest on Fox News and other conservative broadcasts and publications. The leftist media is very much afraid of him. They don't want him on their air because he knows what he's talking about. He's very well informed and he's a good communicator. But he posted yesterday in response to this information that I'm sharing with you this morning, and I just happened to come across it. He said, A frightening Chinese-dominated future poses a grave danger to the world on his post on social media. I'm just going to read it to you. It's very, It's pretty short, but here's what he had to say. He said, China systematically violated every tenet, this Victor Davis Hansen, quote, he said, China systematically uh, violated every tenet of international trade and commerce. It stole copyrights and patents. It ran up huge trade surpluses. It dumped products at below the cost of production to hook international customers. It threatened critics with boycotts, divestments, and expulsions. He said, China manipulated its currency It demanded technology transfers from companies doing business in China. It created a vast espionage network in Western countries to steal technology, and it increasingly bullied and threatened its Asian neighbors. Well, we we see this happening before our eyes. Such criminality, Victor Davis Hanson says, abroad and such repression at home was contextualized and mostly excused by Western nations. That was his response to what I have just told you. Fleming says we really need laws and policies to say foreign influence should be never be allowed in the United States, and we need to shut it down immediately. That's what he's calling for. And he says this. He said, understand, TikTok is not your friend. And this, I want to leave with parents today and grandparents you have kids and they're running around with iPhones. And I know, I mean, I we have grandkids with iPhones. But man, they're running around with these iPhones. And these guys are very sincerely saying, their research leads them to say, understand that TikTok is not your friend. If you love your children, if you love your family, get the TikTok app off your phone, your tablet, your computer. Our freedom, both of these guys that I've quoted say, our freedom as a country is in the balance today. Well, it is. China has already infiltrated America's institutions. I have talked about that for quite some time, this Confucius Institute or, uh, that that they've been putting on on campuses all across the country. I've talked about, there's one on the University of Washington and other, a couple of high schools in Washington, and and I, I believe there are some in Oregon. I don't have the list in front of me, but I've talked about that in the past. And most Americans don't realize that one of the greatest threats to our national and economic security has already infiltrated nearly every aspect of our society. The Chinese Communist Party They have considerable resources, the resources of China behind them. And China's having some financial problems now, the country itself. But they use their resources. They run through these harmless-sounding front organizations. The Communist Party of, of China is aggressively limiting free speech on American college campuses. There's people like... Um, Turning Point USA and those guys, they're starting to speak up about it. And they're starting to, to be heard 
because they're saying it, it's beyond belief what's going on on the campuses with the, through these these Confucius institutes that are supposed to be there just for a cultural cultural exchange. They're not a cultural exchange. They're there to infiltrate America's youth and change their minds about liberty and freedom and about the United States of America and God himself with their atheism. That's what it's about. Some experts are saying that ensuing prosperity and sovereignty in the next century demands that we recognize and confront the CCP's propaganda, their influence, their subversion, wherever it's found. And it's found in nearly everywhere one looks. This is not mere hyperbole or speculation. They say it's very real and it's happening right now. In fact, Christopher Ray, and I'm no big fan of Christopher Ray, but back in 2020, two years ago, he, he's FBI director. He was saying we've now reached the point where the FBI is opening a new China-related counterintelligence case about every 10 hours. Think about that. A new case every 10 hours. That's nearly 17 a week, 17 complex counterintelligence cases resulting from China's activities within the United States. TikTok is a new gateway for all of that. College campuses, propaganda, all of this stuff. Congressman Eric Swalwell, remember him? He's always talking. He loves the camera. He's on the camera all the time. He's a big uh, voice, a big operator in this January 6th riot thing that they keep doing these hearings on television. He was having an affair with a Chinese woman who turned out to be a her name was Fang Fang or Christine Fang. She went by both names. Remember that? She worked to get close to the centers of political power through a classic, what they call, the authorities call a honeypot operation. She was having an affair with this guy. She turned out to be a Chinese spy. The driver of Diane Feinstein. She has a driver that drives her around and all that as a senior senator. Turned out that her driver has been shown to be an operative for the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party. It goes on and on and on. And these are real. This is not, you know, hypothetical. It goes on and on. And I've kept files on this stuff as it's developed over time. And this is something that we need to be aware of. It's something that we need to think about as parents and specifically this, this TikTok. I know you can't force everybody in your family to do what you want them to do. But, man, you should be aware. And that's why we do what we do every day on this program. We try to inform to make you aware of the things that are on. And somebody said to me a while back, you know, how could, why did you leave preaching the gospel to talk about politics? And I said, I haven't left or, you know, moved away from anything. God's gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the word of God, the truth, is meant for such a time as this. It's meant for the culture. It's meant to speak to the darkness, the confusion in our culture. And we do the best we can each day to do that. And I want to thank you, all of you who understand what we're doing and have included us in your support. We need it. Your financial support is very necessary. And our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98. 98- 
0009, Box 399, Bellevue 98009. Thank you for prayerfully considering supporting this ministry. I'll see you right here tomorrow.